I I'm here for my first podcast. I'm with my uh, my boy Ian Walker. What's up? What's up, brother? Oh. All right. So uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, Kabbalah. 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 Uh, Kabbalah is a mystical slash spiritual tradition that is taught orally from generation to generation. It's seen in like Judaism, uh, Hermeticism. It can be looked at through the lens of, like Christianity as well. Um, it seeks to understand like the nature of like our universe, how it works, and the relationship between like humans and the divine. Okay. Okay. So pretty, so, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. So where are its roots, though? Is it not in Judaism? Uh, I think I think it's in Judaism, but like there's there's other people that say like it comes from uh, ancient Greece or uh like predates that, like even like. Uh, like the ancient Egyptians, stuff like that. Okay, and so, hmm, I'm wondering, do you know how, like, it was picked up then by Judaism? If it was picked up, would it have been picked up around, like, what, the Canaanites? Yeah, I think it came from, like, around the time when they were in, like, uh, Egypt. Mm-hmm. They learned about, yeah, they learned about all that stuff when they were in Egypt before they got freed from, like, with Moses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then another thing is like, uh, when you talk orally, is this like a, like a? It's like you don't write it down. It's not like because originally like dogma. Mm. Well, that's interesting. I mean, <clears throat> what do you mean by dogma? Like, like text or uh. So I don't know. It's hard to explain. Kind of like just like text. Mm-hmm. It's mostly just like. It's kind of more than just feelings. It's kind of like truth, reality. I think. Uh, I think uh, in, in Taoism, uh, I think it's Taoism, there is a, like, fundamental understanding when you, like, get into Taoism that things, when they're written down, are incomprehensible because people will take their own, like, perception perception of what they read, and they could be, like, talking about the same thing, but they aren't able to see what that thing really is because everyone has their own look on it. Yeah, like based on like culture or like like just uh, dogma too, like just whatever. I mean when you read something that personal though, when somebody's trying to excuse me, explain uh like something like I don't know what level you would call that, but that's like a really deep, like intimate level of understanding and when you read about it, it's I feel like harder to read like about something that is almost incomprehensible unless you have someone else who is there to like kind of talk about it with you or yeah. express it yeah um so uh the word itself is uh derived from the hebrew word kabbalah which is spelled like q-a-b-b-a-l-a it means received tradition tradition it's like a set of teachings that have been passed down orally from generation to the next and it's like like I said, concerned with the study of the divine and its mysteries, uh, including the nature of creation, the soul, and the afterlife. It's based on the belief that God is everywhere, and, he can be, and it can be experienced through uh, meditation, prayer, study. And like, uh, like kind of like when you're, uh, I don't know, like internally kind of like talking to God, like when you pray or you meditate, or like not only that, kind of like learning. So um, when 
You say God is everywhere. Uh, <clears throat> what do you mean? Is that like everywhere around us, or it's like the all, like everything, like the one? Yeah, the one. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's like the core principles. One of the core principles of it is, which we were just talking about, the one is Ein Sof. It can be seen from the Tree of Life diagram, which translates to endless or infinite. And it refers to the transcendent uh, aspect of God that's beyond human comprehension. So, like, it's the first original source. It represents uh, unity consciousness. It's beyond duality and all that, because in a way, like, it's kind of an illusion. So when you say it's beyond duality, that means you're saying uh, there's no side to it, right? It's like a center, right? Yeah, and then, like, once kind of like creation starts to form, then comes duality. All right, because is there a reason why, or is um, it because when creation comes, there's change, or could be like done on purpose, or could have done. I don't know. I haven't really like thought like too much into that. Whether like I think it could have been like a divine plan from the beginning to create it, as well as like. I don't know, nature, but in reality, God is nature. Kind of stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, it's like, it represents unity consciousness beyond duality. A great way to study it is through uh, sacred geometry and even like numerology, as well as biblical text. Another key principle is the sephirot, which are the ten attributes or emanations through which God interacts with the world. These attributes are said to uh, represent different aspects of God's nature, such as like wisdom, justice, and mercy. Like each kind of like masculine and feministic attributes, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of duality, kind of polarity. Yeah, it depends on how you look at it. Um, the Kabbalah also emphasizes the importance of the soul uh, and its journey through life. According to Kabbalistic teachings, the soul has come to this world to fulfill a specific purpose uh, and to learn spiritual lessons through meditation, prayer, and one can connect with their soul and gain insight into their purpose with life or in life. And I know like, yeah, yeah. I know, I know you understand what that means. Because you've like, you've had that, you've experienced that, haven't you? What, what? Like, Connection, kind of. Connection with what the soul, or uh, like, depends on how you would perceive it. That thing, thing that's higher for me would be like my soul or God. Oh, oh yeah, that's just the awakening. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't know. There's like a the Buddhists would say, and a lot of Eastern philosophy too, would say that uh, it's uh, to kind of I don't know how to explain this. Uh, they would say that it, the awakening practice or to kind of like meditate, pray to your soul or pray to God, whatever. Uh, they would say that part of it is like a path and you are dedicating yourself to that path uh, and 
that's like the easiest way I could explain it. But what I mean is like when you have put yourself on this path that it gets to a point to where you start to realize that there's no like more dedicating to do because you're just always there on the path. Like, I don't know. Once you've achieved awareness or the awakening or a closer relationship, whatever, it's like, um, there's no going back, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can, like, purposely, intentionally set yourself back. I've met people who've done that because they know their limits as, like, on an individual level, right? Because there's people out there who can't handle, like, the spiritual side of things like yeah because it, it can get crazy like seriously and so i've met like two people in my life who one of them uh he like intentionally like he was a in the spiritual stuff or whatever i forget what he said he was really into but uh he i think after like 12 or 13 years he like started to realize that a lot of it was just too much from the handle and because he was always living in the moment and that kind of, I don't know, I forget what he says. I don't know if he said it like kind of really bothered him or if it was just too much from the handle. And so he ended up uh, just kind of like not giving up on it, but like setting himself back. Like he intentionally like hit a wall to knock himself back because it was too much. I think I did the same thing. Like a lot of it was just like fear. Like, like are you talking like self-sabotage, un- unintentional? Like, like fear, like. I don't know, maybe people, like, you know, just, like, shit talk or be, like, a lot of people from the Christian community, Mm -hmm. like, say that they don't understand it Mm -hmm. or something like that. Or, like, like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. It's, like, what if this, what I'm doing isn't right, but come to, to, like, fully understand it Uh slash through experience. You've begun to see it more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It gets to the point... I don't know where you're at, but, like, it gets to the point to where a lot of the things that come up in the Bible make sense. I, yeah, I definitely have read some like, scripture, and I'm even, like, even on totally a, makes sense. Even on a level where you start to notice where, like, like, it's false. Like, like, what I mean is, like, the faults that people perceive out of it. Like, the misconceptions, the constructs that form from it the biases, all of the fault that is in it, you start to notice it. Not that there's, like, fault in it, but, like, the fault that's caused from it. I think I know you start what you to, mean. You start to see the truth. I just see it, like, through a deeper understanding, like, and I'm, like, putting puzzle pieces together, and it all makes much more sense. Um, yeah, you know, something else I just thought about is, like, a, a so, like, Kabbalah is like kind of uh, part of it is like emphasizing the importance of the soul and the soul's experience through life type thing, right? The yeah. Journey that the individual takes. Um, I'm just wondering if part of that is because uh, I mean, if we want to look at this like mathematically, kind of, if we like built an equation, wouldn't human experience be part of the individual equation for awakening? And like growing that awakening too, cultivating it is by putting as the individual going through that experience or going on that path or 
getting closer to God or whatever, they are putting themselves out there and experiencing things that kind of help like build that foundation and then help it grow into something more. Yeah, it's like it's beautiful because it's like uh, something you do as an individual with, with individuality, mm-hmm. reclaiming that kind of like like that once what we once were. Mm-hmm. I guess. I think you're right. I just am very open about it. I don't hold biases because I try not to hold biases. I try not to judge others or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Because a lot of that, like, a lot of that in me, like, allowing, not allowing that to be who I am, but that being who I am has, like, given me so much, like, openness with everything. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Alright, um, yeah, uh, Kabbalah has had a significant impact on different cultures, such as our founding fathers, uh, founding fathers of America. If you read, uh, the 33rd degree, Manly P. Hall's, uh, The Secret Destiny of America, he contends that, uh, America was founded by a group of enlightened slash spiritual individuals who were inspired by the ancient wisdom of the world's great religions and that the founding documents and uh, symbols of this nation were imbued with uh, esoteric or hidden meaning. Uh, With many seeking spiritual fulfillment through Kabbalah's teachings, it's important to note that Kabbalah is like a complex and nuanced practice that requires a deep understanding of just like, I'd say Jewish or I feel like biblical tradition almost, or spirituality. in my opinion, it's not just a great way to understand like reality and God, but a great way to get it like a deeper and better understanding of biblical text, as well as like the universalism that you can see in like some of the religions, which is true. A lot of people like will say it's not true, but it's true. Um, with like the tree of life being seen in so many religions, and then as well as the Holy Trinity. Uh, which can be seen in Christianity, yin and yang, Hinduism, Islam, uh, Sikhism, or however you pronounce that, and even science, like positive, negative, and uh, creating like kind of like gravity or magnetism, like like how we were talking about the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, studying like psychology and philosophy, like me personally and like reality I've learned how to like connect with God and myself and like come to a deep understanding like almost like poetic understanding uh, that like about just like more deeper understanding of biblical text realizing that uh, the fall of man the fall of man from the Bible was just a disconnection of unity with God and being given an ego like an ego which is our individuality which changes like our perception of how reality really is, but uh, which is just one. The ego is not like it's not a bad thing because it's obviously always there and it helps you like live your life. And who doesn't want to have like indivi- their own individuality? It's kind of beautiful. Um, uh, let's see where was I? Uh, but through like meditation and stuff like that, you can separate yourself from your ego 
feel more connection with everything, like the all God. Uh, it's all God. God is everything. I mean, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. I understand. I know. I know what you're saying. Uh, People will deny that, but that's like God is infinite. I mean, who who are we to describe Him? And I'm not Christian, but I get what you're saying. Like, because uh, there there's been like many poets over like the centuries and stuff who've written poetry about spiritual awakenings and they've been all kinds of people they've been buddhists they've been christians they've been atheists they've been uh, uh Taoists, right and so they all describe the same sensations the same compassions towards things the same feelings they use the same like allegories the same metaphors and they're all talking about the same thing yeah. and they're all referring to what commonly is referred to as God and when you say God is in all things what that means to me is like it's part of the experience mm-hmm. it's literally in all things and that is like hard to describe because I feel like part of it is very indescribable but for sure it's just part of it somehow and I don't know what it is but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's like several Bible verses that mention the tree of life. For instance, like Revelation 22, it says uh, the tree of life will be used for like the healing of the nations. Obviously, uh, I don't know. I, I, for one, in my opinion, see the tree of life as like an allegory because in sacred geometry, which is... Uh, it's a, a geometrical pattern uh, from the mind of God, and it's very much real. It's like it's so divine, almost, and like it gives the whole story of creation pretty much through geometry. And uh, so, like, rather than my yeah, in my opinion, I see it as like the tree of life is an allegory rather than like an actual physical tree that you can go up to and like touch. Um, yeah, it's an allegory that represents something much deeper and meaningful. It's my personal opinion. But yeah, that's the end of the podcast. That's it? Yeah, so it's, pretty it's pretty short. It's pretty short. The last one. The unspoken one. For real. Yeah, that one sucked. <laughs> Had a change of heart, change of opinion. I've I've come a long ways, I think, yeah. yeah. Any uh anything else to add? Any mm. thoughts and opinions? Mm. Hmm. And I don't know, there's something I thought about a couple of days ago with like my writing. What was it? Something. Uh, something about love or compassion or something about unconditional love or humanity or something. I don't remember. Hmm. Well, yeah, so uh, y'all is going to see a lot more podcasts, stuff like that, about like, kind of like my journey, not just like my journey, but things I've learned and kind of like come to understand and like stuff like that. That's what it is, bro. The journey. Right. Sure, yeah. It's beautiful. The hero's journey. It's your journey. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing, though, like. That's what this podcast Everyone's is. Everyone's got a hero's journey. That's what this podcast is. For real, though. 
think about it like you know people on YouTube who document their daily lives man or do whatever like vlogs whatever they're called that's you but like on a spiritual level yeah I think so I agree maybe that's where you need to like come from when you start these podcasts to see it like that yeah I feel I don't know I just feel like more comfortable I feel like I was called like a diary (laughs) yeah you should be like a diary (laughs) I feel like yeah I just feel like I was called to do this stuff like like it's hard to explain I know nobody could like understand what I like what I'm saying but I, I legit feel like God like talked to me told me gave me this stuff Mm-hmm. Which I feel like possibly could be like some knowledge that our not only did our ancient ancestors hold, but uh, biblical people and like biblical stories like Solomon or Abraham, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast. Uh, stay tuned for like some more dope ass stuff. Gonna be lit. Connor Bailey, setting up. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>